Welcome to Report Out's Hidden Voices podcasts from around the globe. Report Out is a human rights research organization and charity based in the UK. Report Out monitors, researches and documents the lived experiences of sexual and gender minority people and their communities in different nation states. We use this information to educate others on the lived experiences of sexual and gender minorities and to campaign and push for social change across the globe. You may notice that we use the term SOGSC, which means sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression and sex characteristics. Why do this? Because it's a culturally sensitive umbrella term to cover all sexual and gender minorities. These interviews will consist of SOGSC individuals who live in different nation states and whilst we'll be discussing the barriers that they face, we will also highlight how they find resistance to them. Welcome to our Hidden Voices podcasts. Hello Billy, thank you for joining us on um, the podcast, on the Report Out podcast, Hidden Voices. Um, could you please first introduce yourself for listeners? Hello, and thanks for having me. Yeah, so my name is Billy Bryan, commonly known as B. I'm the founder and president of Colors Caribbean, based in the Cayman Islands. Excellent. So you're in the Cayman Islands, yeah, is that correct? Mm. I'm your pronouns are she, her, hers. Excellent. Um, can you tell us a bit more about uh, Color Caribbean? What are you doing? What the organization is doing? Sure. Colors Caribbean started off as Colors Cayman. We're the first locally registered nonprofit organization serving the LGBTQIA plus community of the Cayman Islands. It started in 2015 as a small grassroots movement, but has since blossomed into a full-fledged organization um, starting in 2018. Uh, and um, we do a lot of things, but we champion for the promotion of visibility, uh, providing education and encouraging dialogue to uh, our marginalized community, then providing them with the kind of support and representation that has been so woefully lacking in our islands. Wow, that's great. Uh, is there like any other organization? Of course, it's in Cayman Island. I guess it's not, uh, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a big place. Uh. No. Are, are you the main? Are you the main organization there? I would definitely say so. We, we work with other like-minded organizations, um, and our value our values do align quite a lot you know, with these other agencies and NGOs. So we we will often tackle things like uh, domestic abuse, gender-based violence, uh, mental illness, and that sort. But um, coupled together, though, we you know we we provide that support in varying ways to the to the public. Wow, and um, um, I'm in England myself, um, and we're just coming out of the uh, lockdown. I mean, we we're just starting, more or less. How has it been in Cayman Island? Has it been affected your your organization and, and of course yourself? And uh, and how did, did you did you manage to 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 interact with that because we've seen a lot that are unfortunately our community uh, or LGBTQIA plus community has been affected uh, has been really hit hard um, during the lockdown has it been this uh, ha has been the what is the situation in the okay. yeah I think 
I think the LGBTQIA plus community here and worldwide has been impacted tremendously by the pandemic. Um, in some places more than others. And by and large, comparatively speaking anyway, the Cayman Islands, we've we've fared the pandemic rather well. We we've um since well, long since um abandoned shelter in place policies. So we're not in lockdown anymore. We're in talks now about opening the borders and shortening quarantine time. So um we've had very few casualties here. I think there's like some three deaths that were attributed to the pandemic. Uh wow. so that's yeah, nice. relatively speaking, we, we've we've done really well. Um, yes. But that being said, though, you know, we did have to adapt just like any other organization did. Um, we were all set to, <laughs> it feels like ages ago now, we were all set to, to help organize this conference in London last year that we wanted yes. to be a part of. Um, and do, do, uh, it didn't have a name as yet. We had just started planning okay, it. Okay, yeah. um, but we were looking into doing things like a diversity and, and inclusion index. But since the pandemic hit, though, we had to switch gears. That's again, as any other uh, organization has had to. And we were focusing then on providing um, the kind of emotional support, psychological support, especially to at-risk youth, those who were sheltering at home. Well, I guess everyone was at, at that point sure. uh, because a lot of them were staying with people who weren't so uh, accepting and supporting of them of the, based on their gender identity and sexual orientation. And that, that has since transformed into our latest initiative called Social Circles. And we were doing things like um, virtual meetups and that sort. But now we're now that lockdown is over, we're, we've expanded those into physical gatherings that we do like twice a week and um, private gatherings as well as public ones. So we're just trying to, um, to, to to recapture, I suppose, that sense of community and provide people with that same support network that may have been lost during the pandemic. Wow, that is great. Um, you, you, you talk about the um, domestic violence. Uh, it's one thing where we, we've noticed as well is, is there's, um, there's uh, as, as you said, as you, as you mentioned as well yourself, there's a lot of people who unfortunately, because of the lockdown, they've been forced to, 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 uh, to, be, to confine themselves with people, or, uh, either friends or family or, or, or just people like they live with. Uh, and as you as you mentioned yourself, uh, and the, there are people who are, who are not really um, open and uh, accepting about their um, uh, gender identity or sexual orientation, and um, so it's something that you're helping people with as well. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, we do that in a variety of ways. Mostly through, well, I would say mostly through our uh, educational workshops. Um, we host those regularly at, at the library. We've, ta we've taken them to schools and universities here. Uh, we've repurposed that same material into things like uh, workplace sensitivity training. We've also just wrapped up a few months ago in, in collaboration with the local Red Cross um, sensitivity training for the police here as well. Awesome. So yeah, it, we've, yeah we've, also, we've always been about educating the public at large on these issues and, and um, truly, really trying to illustrate the importance of um, gender and sexuality and recognizing those things. Now, how was the, 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 the response from, from the people? Has, what's the response from the, either the police or, or when you go like, to, on the, to the workplaces or even schools? Uh, what did you observe? Well, there's just 
there will always be some pushback on these issues. Mm -hmm. And most of the schools here are church affiliated. So we have been trying for a while now. We haven't been able to quite um, get into those schools that are church affiliated, but we have we've had had gone to one of the universities here and one of the other schools that's not church affiliated. But uh, I think I think the, the longer we do this work and the the more visible we are and the larger we grow, the uh, more likely it is that they'll let us through the door. But um, for the most part, though, I think it's been um, there, there's been it's been a positive and a reception to the work we're doing. I think it's uh, as as you mentioned, it's really uh, important and grateful what you, you what you're doing, and also uh, you you mentioned you mentioned the the visibility. It's really it's really important because I you know mm-hmm. I re- I I, re- I remember when I was young, you know, there was not you know as many you know as many people from our community, you know, either like you know like a lesbian or or gay or transgender or but non-binary, and you know, so I think it's it's great for people to. To see well, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a spectrum of different, you know, people and gender identities. Not this or that only, but uh, and and it's great to to educate people and uh, as you said to be visible and uh, even uh, on TV, you know, uh, there's more and more uh, people who are who are. Um, were visible and uh, and and it's great. I think that's uh, that at least it's getting people to to talk and um, and um, and and as you as you're doing yourself, educate people. I've seen a lot of people, even as a gay person myself. You know, a lot of people um, uh, who don't know or, or never even meet, like or or has or. or um, I, I found out that's because of the media, of the TV, they only had one vision of a gay person, of a gay man, mm-hmm. and yeah. then once you know they, you know they meet me and say, oh wow, oh I thought you know, oh all gay men were like that, and it's the same. You know? <laughs> no, it's true, you know, because you know we're not all all the same, uh, as you know, all the trans people are not all the same, all the lesbian people are not all the same, you know. So it's great to have you know, um, and and to make the difference. And um, so it's great to, to, to go to the workplace because sometimes people, uh, it's not that they, um, you know, against it, they just don't know. And, and it's great to educate people and uh, and to see this is who we are and, um, and here we are. It's not, uh, um, f- uh, fortunately for us, it's not only, um, you know, a bad reaction. It's just, you know, people never you know um meet people like uh, like us and and it's great it's great what you're doing because it's as you said it's really important for all of us to be visible and and to give space to uh, all the spectrum of our uh, community which is a big mm-hmm. community um I, I so you um a registered organization, yeah. So you've got, uh, are you government funded or you like privately funded or how how do you get your funding? Oh, we're we're privately funded. We okay. We um we do um, we do receive a few donations here and there from individuals, organizations. Uh, and we actually just received a sizable one from the LGBTQ plus society of the University of Oxford. Yes. Um, do you know, we hear more about I, those I, I, in the I news. I'm in Oxford myself. I'm in Oxford. Myself. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, I oh, am. Fantastic. Funny, funny enough. <laughs> Small world then. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, but we do things like um, 
we do sell some merchandise as well. Just to, going back to what you're saying about visibility, we have things like stickers and badges and pins and and whatnot that we do sell at our events, whether it's workshops or whether it's like one of our um, campaigns. So we make we make some small money off of that as well. Excellent. But yeah, and, and we uh, really champ. Go ahead. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just I just wanted to to highlight that. Um, we do really champion for visibility. Visibility. That's what. That's how this organization started, anyway. And our motto is visibly strong. So we. I can't stress enough how important it is just to find that courage to come out and be seen um, with confidence. Um, so we are, we're really trying to foster a community, not just in, in the Cayman Islands, but across the Caribbean, where people are um, empowered to do that together. Yes, I, I, I from the, I'm from the French Caribbean myself as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I understand that it's it's, um, it's not always easy, especially you know in small places. Saying that you know I, I was living in London as well, and you know some places are in London are, are not are open as well as uh, you we might think, um, or even in England as well. So um, your your organization, do you, do you get any? Um, help or what's the um, uh, what's the relation that you have with the government regarding your your organization? Uh, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> uh, how do I put this? <laughs> I think it's I think it's uh, for the time being somewhat on shaky ground. I hesitate to say that only because we have worked uh, rather closely with the government for years now. Um, We've we've been addressing a lot of issues, uh, chief among them marriage equality, of course, uh, as so many organizations often do, at least organizations in in our line of work. But um, we we've also looked at policies and legislation surrounding things like bullying and harassment, or stalking, and, uh, and we're trying to we're trying to um, trying to get our legislation more inclusive of SOGI-esque issues, because I think people here don't even know what that means. Um, But it's, it admittedly has been a while since... Could you explain Mm -hmm. to our listeners? SOGI-esque as in S-O-G-I-E-S-C, which stands for uh, sexual orientation, gender identity and expression, and sexual characteristics. So it's a a bit of a mouthful, but it really encompasses... uh, all the, all the more, all the more concrete issues that are facing LGBTQIA plus people, um, things that you can actually point to with with policies. Uh, so, for example, if we were talking about bullying, um, policies should include things like uh, whether someone's being bullied on the basis of their gender identity or their gender expression or sexual orientation, because that does, or at least. It should count as a hate crime, really, at least in most in most places. Uh, we don't actually have hate crime laws here. That's something else we want to champion for. But um, it's just bringing those issues to light and and recognizing that they are there. Because if we don't, we continue to be seen, or rather, unseen, as a community. And then you know, I, I can I can go off on a whole tangent about all of that. But again, it's about visibility, right? It's about making sure that our community is seen when when drafting these policies, when um, writing this legislation, uh, other, because otherwise it's seen as a non-issue and nothing's done to address them. 
Do you, what, what is the main um, issue that you're facing or the main issues that you're facing in the Cayman Island? It's hard to say because it, there's so much, uh, they, they tend to compound, you know, um, whether it's discrimination or harassment or uh, mental illness, domestic violence, and, and everyone's different. I think, I think every um, sector, I suppose, of the, of the community here faces that in a, different, in a different way. And I don't just mean, you know, lesbian versus gay versus bisexual, but also um, Generation Z versus millennials versus um, Generation X or something, or whether you're uh, mid to upper class or mid to lower class. There's so many factors to consider. It's hard to really gauge which one is most uh, most prevalent. Um, but I, I think what's at the forefront of everyone's minds right now is definitely marriage equality. We're still waiting on the judgment from the Privy Council here in the UK uh, on Vicky and Chantel's case. And uh, that's been an issue that's been dragging out for years now. And it's just the tip of the iceberg, but it is still a major issue. Um, just to touch on that a little bit more, we recently legalized civil partnerships a few months ago, almost a year ago now. Um, and that that itself is such a struggle. <laughs> we, we just barely managed to win that, and it's only because the UK government had to step in and essentially force the governor's hand to legalize civil, civil partnerships because our own government was, was, um, was fighting against it for so long. But here we are now fighting not just uh, as the Cayman Islands, but for all British overseas territories, really, for marriage equality, and we're just... We're just at the precipice, and we don't know what the outcome is going to be. And do you, um, y yourself, um, personally, did you uh, find any help and support from your from your family regarding your your, your own situation, your own gender identity, Us. the work that you're doing uh, yourself? Well, speaking personally, uh, at least when it comes to the biological family, as in, you know, my parents, aunts, uncles, um, there was definitely some animosity at the start, uh, even, well, especially long before colors was even a thing. And I was just trying to find my own way in the world. You know, I, I was very much lacking support from my own um, extended family. But I think since this little campaign I started and really it started with a TEDx talk since it's grown into a movement into a group into a collective into an organization I think they're now seeing the fruits of my labor and realizing that these issues and and my and what I stand for our cause should be taken seriously and and I think I'm not I'm not going to hold hold that against them I think the population at large in the Cayman Islands was very was very neglectful of these issues, is very neglectful of our community as a whole. Um, but through our work uh, in, in bringing, bringing these things to light and being more visible and <laughs> and addressing these things head on, I think now people are taking taking them more seriously and recognizing how important they are. And so, and by and by that extension, my family is as well. So they're slowly coming around. Yeah, I think uh, it's um, 
it's it's pretty hard to to find the the right balance between being visible and and an apologetic and um, also trying to educate people because uh, of course you know sometimes as I mentioned before a lot of people never been in contact or known any anything that apart from what they see on TV or or in the media and so they might have a, a, um, a, a kind of an idea and then you know they when they you know they're meeting us and uh, they they think well actually this is not what you know I've I've been told or it's interesting or or sometimes you know they just have question or um, regarding ourselves because you know it's um, as I said you know it's uh, there's a lot of different things that people don't just don't know and it's good to to start the conversation and educate people and uh, um, and and it, it's great to to have um, to to have uh, people like you you know doing some great work um, mm-hmm. talking about um, what you're doing have you got any plans because we we nearly had the um, at the um, pride uh, season <laughs> yeah uh, are you uh, you've got any 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 pride events coming coming out in Cayman Island? Are you doing like an online thing? So is, what are you well, planning well, for this year? Yeah, um, well, as I said, uh, our shelter in place, um, what are they called now? <laughs> Policies, I suppose, are no longer in effect. So uh, people are out and about and still, you know, well, once again, going to bars, restaurants, venues, etc. Um, so, so now we're actually able to to do things um, like the social circles I mentioned earlier. And also I've been <laughs> working hard to make pride happen here at Ed. Mm-hmm. I've, I've made the attempt in the past. Of course, it didn't go so well last year, given the pandemic. But we're trying really hard to kick things off around July, maybe August. So stay tuned for that. But I will say we do have our our one-year anniversary as Colors Caribbean coming up in a few weeks' time. And um, we're launching a few new initiatives that I'll be announcing officially then, but I can at least list them off here. Um, Our next big one being Sexploration, which is kind of a sister initiative to Colors. It's It's not explicitly about queer issues but it is uh, queer focused but it it's it's mostly focused on sexual education um and um and uh, breaking down myths and misconceptions surrounding sex especially as as they pertain to the queer community wow excellent and um so you you um can you give them the like the social media and things like that, where people can can we reach out to Color Caribbean. Sure. You? Uh, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere online as either yeah. at Colors Caribbean or at Colors Cayman, and that's Colors uh, spelt the UK way, as in C O L O U R S. Um, and there you'll find you'll find out more about sexploration um, when it's ready to go live <laughs> through our through our social media. Um, also, our social media posts on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, we're also be YouTube, Twitter. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there any any advice that you would give to um, any LGBTQIA plus uh, member, either from uh, Coloca- um, from the Cayman Island or for or in general? 
and we, we've already talked about it so much, but I think I, I, I can't overstate it. Um, visibility really matters. And th that's how this all started for me. And that's how, that's what's proven to be most effective, not just for myself, but for uh, the work that we do, the work I do in this organization is um, finding that courage to come out and be seen unapologetically true to who you are, you know, live your truth, live, live authentically. And I know that's not easy to do sometimes. Um, and, I, I, and I wouldn't want to put anyone at risk yeah, if, if, if they're, you know, if they're likely to lose their job or to be kicked out of their home by doing so. But if you have the means to do so, absolutely. Um, I think you're only doing yourself a favor by, by, living authentically, living your truth, and showing others that you're not afraid to do so, to be visibly strong. Because it not it doesn't just instill you with that sense of confidence and pride, but it also empowers others to do the same. And it, you, you, I, I'm a firm believer in leading by example. And that's why whenever I, I go out, I don't, I don't care about what other people have to say about how I dress, how I sound, how I walk, whatever. I live the way I want to live and I'm seen the way I want to be seen. Um, and I, not to, not to toot my own horn here too much, but I'm probably the most queer person on island. I identify as transgender, polyamorous, pansexual, genderqueer, and most people don't even know what most of those terms mean. So. Um, and I encourage people to to talk to me about that. We're all we're all about encouraging dialogue, after all. So yeah, I'm doing my part to lead by example and to show others that it's not just okay to be seen, but it's actually empowering to yourself and to others. Yes, no, that's that, that's great. You know, are there like any places in the Cayman Islands like uh, um, where like the community is going? Are they like openly? Um, like LGBTQIA plus or is there like uh, can you go anywhere or is there like specific places where you're all meeting up yeah I neglected to talk about that somehow uh, well just to give you a little bit more history that's how this organization started we were we were about fostering a safe and comfortable environment a social environment for our community here and we did that by getting these pledges signed um, by different venues such as bars, restaurants, cafes, anything that's public facing, um, having them sign this pledge to not discriminate uh, on the grounds of gender identity or sexual orientation. And then that goes for customers as well as employees. But we also did um, provide them with our little decals. They have, a, have our signature turtle on the decal. So you'll find those on the windows or doors of these venues that are LGBTQIA plus friendly. Now, I don't I don't think there are any venues here that are explicitly queer, but yeah. you will find a few places here with, with our same turtle on the window or door. And if you see that, you know that it's a safe place for you to go. That's great to that's great to, to to know you know because as a Caribbean person myself you know I uh, you know I will uh, encourage like people to first visit you know the Caribbean because mm -hmm. uh, you know all the islands I never I never had the chance to to uh, to go to the um, Ca uh, Cayman Islands but um, so would you say the Cayman Islands is our safe place for um, LGBTQIA plus people? I wouldn't I wouldn't say safe because I think 
the Caribbean at large is still lacking so much support in, in, the, in that regard. But, mm-hmm. but it's not to say that you can't still have a good time here. We have a sizable queer community. Mm-hmm. It's very warm, very welcoming. And I was just talking to uh, a lesbian couple yesterday who were hoping to um, move here and work here. Um, so I'm, I'm counseling people like that all the time on where to go, who to talk to, because I do know a lot of people here in the community, of course, so I can, I, I'm more than, I'm more than happy to introduce you if you want to visit. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, even to any of our, you know, our listeners who would like to, uh, to visit the Cayman Island, you know, get in touch yeah. with, uh, with Colors Caribbean, and, you know, and uh, you will have a nice... Because it's also, you know, um, good to know because we, we've seen so many countries, even in the Caribbean, so many places are, 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 are different and um, and um, the, the, the population, the culture are, are, are different. And uh, so it's, it's really... Uh, we have to, to thank you for, for taking the time, you know, to... to uh, it, to let us know, to talk with us, uh, talk to us, uh, and uh, let us know about the situation in the Cayman Island. Um, that's uh, that's great because so many places, you know, um, and so many people like you are doing great work, and it's a pleasure for us. It's an honor for us to 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 have uh, people like you on our on our podcast and to uh, to. Um, to showcase your, your your work because we you know without people like you uh, we wouldn't you know you have so much impact in our, in our community so it's um, it's uh, it's really an honor and a great thing for for us to to have you uh, on our podcast thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure if you would like to get involved with the work of report out please visit our main website at www.reportout.org where you can subscribe to our regular email distribution list which allows you to get exclusive access to our latest and exciting news blogs and projects you can even donate to us to ensure that our work continues we're also on all social media platforms so please follow us on facebook instagram twitter and LinkedIn for regular updates on SOGSC human rights across the globe. Lastly, Report Out would like to give a huge thanks to all of our podcast interviewees and listeners for their valuable time and support. Your voices are no longer hidden, and when voices come together, they make us stronger as a movement.